0: Blog Talk Radio
1: You're a vile one, Mr. Grinch You have termites in your smile You have all the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile, Mr. Grinch Given the choice between the two of you, I'd take the, um, seasick crocodile
2: everybody and welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. How are you doing tonight? Thank you so much for joining us. We are live from Dallas, Texas, and uh, we have a jam-packed show for you tonight. The Democrats must win both seats in Georgia to take control of the Senate. Do you think they can do it? I do. I'm going to tell you why. Also, we're going to play you some of the debate Between the candidates in Georgia and introduce you to them, and you'll be able to see right away why they are the ones that need to win. Also, we are going to talk about Mr. Grinch himself, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell is the one that is stopping millions of consumers from receiving any relief from the coronavirus, which he has a lot to do with. And let's call it the right name. The Trump virus. So, with that being said, get ready, sit back, grab your favorite cocktail, because all you need to know radio starts right now. everybody welcome to all you need to know radio i am your host john hollywood thank you so much for joining us we are heard live exclusively on blog talk radio every wednesday thursday night excuse me at 6 p.m central standard time so guess what guys we have got a jam-packed show for you tonight so let's first welcome almost Warwish with walrus and none say hello to everybody almost
3: hi john hello to all of your listeners thanks for having me on
2: absolutely we also have a special guest christopher bates the exclusive sponsor of all you need to know radio above and beyond design decorating say hello everybody chris hello everybody all right almost this is chris he's our executive sponsor
3: hello mr bates chris how are you doing I'm doing wonderful. How about yourself?
2: Don't worry. Another beautiful day. Don't worry. You guys are going to meet. And almost (laughs) I'll tell you why later. So. Yes, sir. It's been a crazy week from hell. Um, I'm not even really sure where to begin. So let's start off with this. Tonight's show is exclusively brought to you by Above and Beyond Design Actually, Decorating and Design. It's called 210 2073 You can follow them on all social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. Also, make sure that you follow All You Need to Know Radio. We are now on TikTok. TikTok. It's my new obsession. <laughs> like we need another social media platform. What's so funny though is that we start I started doing this like 3 days ago. We already have 1053 followers. I can't even believe it. So humbled by all of that. So almost you mm-hmm. have been saying this all along that all eyes on Georgia. All eyes on Georgia. And so Yes, sir. I thought that we would listen to some of the, um, what they talked about. So.
3: The debate between, uh, yeah. Warnock and, uh, Loffler? Well,
2: I have the Or The highlights debate between Alfred and the Empty Chair. Yeah, I've got that one too. But, uh, there you go. Just so everybody knows out there, everybody. Of everything we're going to play Just snippets of Because we don't have enough time on the show Um, You can go to All You Need to Know Radio On Facebook And the entire uh, YouTube videos are posted So you should be able to go and listen So where do I want to start? Let me think about this Yeah You know what we're going to do? We're going to do this. We're going to start with Kelly and Warnock. How do you say his name? I know he's a I think reverend. Warnock. I I it's is, Warnock. He is a reverend. I think it's Warnock, but I may, I'm may. i not, you know, okay.
3: I, I'm not 100% certain.
2: So we're going to play this and um, get ready. <laughs> First of all, picture a blonde-headed woman. That you can tell she's rich and entitled, and she's daddy's little girl, um, but she looks like a Barbie doll robot, and she sounds like somebody from the Stepford Wives. You'll hear what I mean. Here we go. Much, Senator Leffler, when you uh,
4: received the private briefing regarding the coronavirus pandemic, you dumped millions of dollars of stock. Uh, In order to protect your own investments. And then weeks later, when there came an opportunity to give ordinary Georgians an extra $600 of relief, you said you saw no need and called it counterproductive. Why do you think it's counterproductive to help ordinary Georgians in the middle of a pandemic?
5: Well, thank you for that question, because I've been completely exonerated. Those are lies perpetrated by the left-wing media and Democrats to distract from their radical agenda. Since I got to the Senate, I've worked hard to deliver relief to Georgians during this pandemic, and I'm continuing to do that. But look what Democrats have done. They have stood for stonewalling relief that I voted for twice in the Senate to deliver relief to families, to farmers, to schools and hospitals. They're playing politics. That's what they're using their lives to cover up. The fact that they don't have a positive agenda to lift Georgians up, they want to defund the police, raise your taxes, implement the Green New Deal that would crush jobs and opportunity. And what I'm working on is making sure that we can get the economy going again, that we can drive forward after this pandemic. And I've been working side by side for my colleagues to make sure that we get that done and we have delivered results. $47 billion that I brought here to Georgia saved 1.5 million jobs at small businesses.
6: Uh, Reverend, you have 30 seconds to respond if you'd like. Uh,
4: listen, I, I do not want to defund the police, and Kelly Leffler knows it. Uh, but she keeps saying this because she wants to distract from her own record. Uh, The truth of the matter is, were it left up to her, uh, Georgians would not have received the $600 of expanded unemployment insurance, and they haven't seen any relief in months, and she hasn't done anything. She's done nothing to provide relief for ordinary people, the folks I'm seeing all across this state who are in pain in the middle of this pandemic.
6: Senator it's your turn to ask a question to Reverend Warnock.
5: Reverend Warnock, in your writings and your teachings, You've repeatedly praised Marxism and the redistribution of income. Can you hear and now, for all Georgians, renounce socialism and Marxism?
4: Listen, uh, I believe in our free enterprise system, and uh, my dad was a small business owner. Uh, And during the Great Recession, you know what I was doing? I, I was leading my church to build a community center where, among other things, we had a financial literacy center, that taught people how to repair their credit, create a 700 credit score community, how to create a business, how to buy a home, how to participate in our free enterprise system. Kelly Leffler, on the other hand was teaching the big banks how to hide their investments offshore in the Cayman Islands. Uh, this is how she spent her career before she went to the Senate. This is what she's been focused on uh, now that she's in the Senate. She was only there three weeks, I'm not sure she was fully unpacked, when she started dumping millions of dollars of stock, trying to protect herself. And uh, she purchased that seat, it's done well for her, The, the, the issue is that the people who sold it to her don't own it, and the people of Georgia are coming back to get their seat.
6: Senator, you have 30 seconds.
5: Well, predictably, you've just heard more lies. From radical liberal Raphael Warnock, who wants to distract from his own words, calling police officers gangsters, thugs, bullies.
2: Okay, so I'm not gonna let her say it again, but she says that same opening fourteen different times. Like a robot. Mm. Did you did you guys find anything exciting or anything about that? From either one of us. Yeah, can I can I respond
3: because I have several uh, things to say.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um,
3: the, the the first is I really sincerely appreciate. Uh, I think they pronounced it Warnock on that clip, Reverend Warnock, um, calling out her prior career and her wealth, because the fact is she. Did use political donations and influence to get appointed to, to be the senator in Georgia. She did not win an election, um, and her prior elector, her her prior uh, economic activity was all about tax avoidance, not tax evasion, but legal tax avoidance um, for other very wealthy individuals to hide money from the government, and then. Her conduct of um it's not insider trading because Congress has made it legal for them to trade on insider information. But um what? it's still Whoa 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 yes. Wait, what? Are you serious? Yes. The Congress is exempt from insider trading laws. Um I right, don't shoot a messenger, I don't make the law, that's just the truth. Um So because Congress is exempt from insider trading, it's technically not a crime for her to um, trade stocks on the basis of information that she received in the classified briefing regarding COVID, which is exactly what she did. But it's really appropriate for Warnock to call her out. What I thought was quite interesting about his response is he he didn't actually respond to the question. Um, She asked him to – I'm talking about the last question of, of, of law. Loffler's, where right. Loffler asked Warnock to uh, disavow socialism and Marxism, and he 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 answered sort of semi-responsibly by saying, I believe in the free enterprise system, but he didn't come out and straight up disavow socialism and Marxism. And what, what I think is interesting about that is I feel like five years ago, or even three years ago, that there's a really good chance he would have started his response by stating, um, I disavow Marxism, and then uh, giving a, basically the same response. But he didn't do that, which makes me it, – it, it heartens me. It makes me pleased that it appears that um, some Democrats are standing up for the concept of social programs because, I mean, socialism – is just talking about government social programs, things like food stamps, social security, the fire department, that really, really helped people, and he didn't come out and disavow that um in a blanket way, and I appreciate that that was a nuanced answer that was somewhat responsive to Kelly Lawler's barrage of lies, but um also didn't give up ground. he didn't say. But I don't believe in being liberal. He said, "I believe in the free enterprise system, which basically means I don't think we should become communist, and I think that that's a better answer than i cause I hate it when people like um Joe Biden or Pete Buttigieg say things like, I'm not a socialist, but then propose um social democratic programs like uh uh expansion of the public option in obamacare so i i could talk about that topic all night but um i i found the debate to be a a a wholly unserious debate from loffler as as you said she sounded like a robot when she repeatedly leveled the charge that Warnock was a, um, a radical leftist, when his record does not reflect his, his record does not reflect that, and he's repeatedly and I think during the debate, multiple times he was like, "I'm not a radical leftist." No,
2: so, no, no. He, I don't, I don't remember him even addressing it. It's like he ignored her, and he right. just went back to her having no record, and she's only been there for 10 months. And, and let me just say right. this. I would think that if you've been there for 10 months, then you would not want to be charged with insider trading, even if you're cleared or what security, mm-hmm. whatever it was real quick, guys, we are not going to take any commercials. We're going to hold on to this real quick. You're listening to all you need to know radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. We have almost forwards with forwards and none give the telephone number out almost. Thank you. We also have another guest co-host, Christopher Bates, 210-264-2073. I'm kidding. (laughs) But the name of his company is Above and Beyond uh, Design and Decorating, America's Best Companies. I could go on and on. But um, thank you, Chris. Say hi to everybody. Hello, everybody. All right, so listen to this.
7: I pledge to be a president who
2: seeks not to divide, but unify. Who doesn't see red states and blue states, only sees the United States. Our democracy
3: hinges on the Senate working with President Biden. But Mitch McConnell plans to undermine Joe Biden like he undermined President Obama.
8: Georgia can
3: prevent that by electing
2: Democrats Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff to the Senate so President Biden can deliver for the American people. I am going to have their uh, ads on every one of my social media To the point people say, stop posting these ads until the election. Guys, we have to win this seat. Everyone out there, all of our followers out there in Atlanta, Georgia, if we just win one seat, which is the way it's looking on the voting that I'm looking, we're screwed. Because (laughs) Mitch McConnell is going to be a jerk. Here is a debate question that was to both uh, David Perdue and John Azoff. Here you go.
6: Good evening from South Georgia. This question is for both candidates as well, and we want to get back to the pandemic. It's been hard to balance the health and safety concerns with the economic impacts. So what do you say to businesses and workers that are struggling? They need to get back to normal because their livelihood is at stake. Senator Purdue, you have a minute 15. Thank you, Mike. That's a great question because right now my question, my answer would be to call every Democrat because they're the ones blocking the next round of aid for our CARES Act. I mean, we put $2.9 trillion at work. We brought $47 billion here to Georgia, $7 billion for our hospitals and health care workers that needed it desperately, another $15 billion for a PPP program that saved a million and a half jobs in this state. And yet, John Ossoff opposed the PPP program and still does. He would have voted against that. And as a matter of fact, right now in the United States Senate, we have bills waiting to go on the floor to be debated and amended that the Democrats are blocking that would bring more aid. We're a couple of months. Of, we need a couple of months of immediate help for these smallest companies that average $100, $103,000 per loan, in the state and only 10 employees. Friendly's Restaurant in Valdosta, Maritza in McDonough. These are people that would have lost their business, and we saved a million and a half jobs. He would have voted against it because he would be nothing but a rubber stamp for Chuck Schumer. And the reason I'm talking about the same words is that he does it all the time, and that is he's saying things that will disclose or that, that will disguise his real radical socialist agenda. Mr. Ronsoff, you now have a minute 15.
8: Well, it's nonsense. I've been advocating for months now for renewal and growth of the PPP Small Business Lending Program, which Senator Perdue allowed to expire in August. Listen to his answers. It's always the other party's fault. It's always somebody else's fault. No sense of personal responsibility. Let's talk about who's hurting right now, because it's not Senator Perdue's donors. It's the corner mechanic, mom-and-pop small businesses, local restaurants, working parents who sit around the kitchen table and can't figure out how they're going to afford the house payment and the car payment and their health care because one of them's out of work. The Senate has not delivered relief for Georgia families, for small businesses since August. They've been rushing through a Supreme Court nominee who they hope will help them overturn the Affordable Care Act and repeal protections for pre-existing conditions. That's Senator Purdue's priority right now, not financial relief for ordinary people. Senator Perdue has been hard at work pushing through a judge in hopes that she will rule on a lawsuit he supports to rip health care away from Georgia families in the middle of a pandemic. And he voted four times to repeal protections for pre-existing conditions.
2: Yeah, I think Amy Coney Barrett kind of disappointed everybody, including the president, who thought he was putting a woman that he would con- he could control. I think he underestimated Miss Barrett or Mrs. Barrett. Very highly. What do you think?
3: Um, Okay, so I have a bunch of things to say about that. Uh, To respond to your direct question, um, I think it remains to be seen exactly how uh, Amy Coney Barrett is going to reshape the court, Um, and I'm quite concerned about her jurisprudence and her political philosophy, but um, I do agree with the general perception that um, she is – not necessarily going to be a Trump toady, um, I think that uh, that's part of what happens with Supreme Court cases is they're generally um, they're, they're generally because they're almost impossible to remove they're generally pretty independent in their thought and tend to try to make the correct decision on most cases with the uh, notable exceptions of, um, in my opinion, and this is quite the charge, I think Justice Alito um, has uh, some serious problems with his jurisprudence where he tends to um, find the answer he wants first and then work backwards when it should be the other way. And I think the other eight justices, including Amy Cody Barrett, from what I have seen so far, tend to try to figure out what the law is and then make their decision. So um, – I, I tend to agree, but there's – I actually wanted to respond a little bit more to the um, office-Purdue of debate. First of all, I think that that was the debate that happened a couple of months ago or maybe a month and a half ago um, because the one that happened last week, Purdue did not show up. It was office-debating of an empty chair. But, oh, no, um, yeah,
2: that's, what, yeah no, that's true. Yeah. Let's make that clear, mm-hmm. guys. There, this, mm-hmm. there was a second debate. This debate that we're playing clips from are from a couple of months ago because David Purdue yeah. was a coward. And would not show up. He refused to show up. But John Ozoff showed up with an empty podium next to him. And we have that. We will play it. But the thing is, mm-hmm. is that how how do you vote for someone that feels like they're entitled to have not, not to show up for debate, not to tell his people what he would do to have that job? You know, it's like he didn't show Look, up for an lost the lot, job. I have a lot
3: of negative things to say about David Perdue. Um A bunch of them. Um, I, I don't want to be unreasonable, and uh, I, I don't think it necessarily uh, needs to take up the entire show. But let me just say one thing. John Osif is Jewish. Happy Hanukkah. Today's the first night of Hanukkah. I'm Jewish, too. Um Everybody knows, or most people know, that a common racist anti-Semitic trope regarding Jewish individuals, especially Eastern European um, – Jewish individuals of Eastern European descent, Ashkenazi Jews, like myself and John Ossip, is that they have big noses, okay? Um, it's, it's not true. Um, it's, some Jews have big noses. Some Jews have small noses. It's just part of life that that's what the um, – Uh, You
2: just had to go. Part of the
3: stereotyping, right? But
2: but look, freaking
3: Purdue (laughs) put out several advertisements, television and print advertisements, and uh, like internet advertisements with digitally altered photographs of John Osseff to make his nose bigger. That's
2: ridiculous. That's sad. That's just immature and sad. I mean, (laughs)
3: sounds like Donald Trump. Exactly. And, and it's like I can talk to your listeners about other issues with David produced corruption and his stock trades and his record of voting against um, individuals and families and in favor of corporations. And, yeah, well, do, you do know, you fa-
2: do here's the paper. Here's the paper because we yeah. only, only have you a few more minutes. Tell us about yeah. all the the things of why we don't need this guy in the Senate. You just rattled sure. off a few well, of them. I, but
3: yeah. So, well, I would say that the the biggest and most important reason is because he does not represent the interests of the individual voters of Georgia. The individual voters of Georgia want the same thing, whether they're Democrats, Republicans, or Independents. They want what everybody wants. You know, they want uh, peace in their community, uh, a safe and peaceful life, a reasonable paycheck, uh, you know, access to health care, a safe environment. Um, and, and these items, these, these policy items on issues like taxation, health care, the environment, um, uh, police reform, criminal justice reform, um, LGBTQ rights, um, other aspects of policy that we want. When I say we, I mean the general population, the average individual wants movement on these things. And David Perdue and his donors, and it's really not David individually because he's a tool of the the donor class, of the hexa and hundred millionaires and billionaires who um, support him and other GOP senators and their outrageous policy positions, those people are the enemies of the – Average individual, even the above-average individual um, in Georgia, you know, let's say you make five hundred thousand dollars a year because you're a successful doctor or something. The, The the financial policies advocated by David Perdue will hurt you. You know, Joe Biden's policy and the Democrats' policy of trying to provide COVID-19 support and economic relief support to individuals is so much smarter from an economic perspective than the Republican policy of trying to support their companies. So it may or may not trickle down. Understand that the CARES Act um, released greater than a trillion dollars in stimulus. paid for by deficit spending into the economy. So the government basically printed money and handed it to to huge companies, to corporations, including people like Donald Trump, Jared Kushner, Tom Brady, um, the MyPillow guy. A bunch of rich people got these cares Act loans. I mean – People who probably deserved it. United Airlines got a huge one, and and we're talking about billions of billions of dollars that was forked over to companies for low interest rates, and they're going to be turned into grants and forgiven, just like the PPP. But if they would have taken that same amount of money, the exact same amount of money, and given a check to every American household, it would have been about $17,000. So – you know, instead of giving money to the airlines and to the uh, landlords and to the owners of hotels, if they would have given that money to the actual people, including the people who own the airlines and the, the hotels, I, I have a feeling that the American economy would be doing way, way better, and we wouldn't be in an eviction crisis, and we wouldn't have bread lines out the out the wazoo, and um you know the Dallas the North Texas Food Bank desperately asking for donations because there's 500 people in line you know if if every one of those people got $17,000 instead of $1,200 i have a feeling the economy would be doing a little bit better so when the when when the Republicans in Georgia, including Loeffler and Perdue, but also the other members of the federal GOP, you know, people like our senators Cornyn and Cruz um, in Texas, w- when they support, you know, an additional stimulus, an additional uh, payment under the CARES Act to these big corporations, we're like, why don't you just give the money to the people? That's the policy that makes sense, and um, it's easy. It's easy to kind of take a look at this and say, oh, it's all over my head. Who cares? Um, And and because this stuff is complicated, that's why the personality issue is so important. So the thing that I was talking about before about digitally altering the photograph of John Ossoff to make his nose bigger, that's much easier to understand than – the issues with the cares act and the uh, PPP program going to people who maybe don't really need it or um, potentially there's a better way to use that money, but understand that it's a proxy because those people don't care
0: about.
2: Let me say say two things. Every, every one Mm -hmm. of Donald Trump's hotels got PP that got that money. You know that, right? They got millions (laughs) of dollars. Everyone, and I, I, I believe, a, I believe a lot of his tenants
3: is not so. I think that Donald Trump properties. I, I, I want to be accurate on this show, and, and I, I believe that Donald Trump's properties in and of themselves did not receive funding. However, I believe many of his tenants that paid him rent did receive substantial funding, and so you know
2: that's. Oh, maybe that's something but, Joe Biden can look at because I would think that there would right. be verbiage in there. That would say that if, mm-hmm. if if you're being given this money inherence of not being paid rent, so if you're that could be illegal. Right. It, it probably it probably is, but you may recall that Donald
3: Trump and the Republicans, the Republicans in the Senate, including both Lawler and Purdue, refused to appoint an inspector general over the PPP and CARES Act funds. So there That's was right. no
2: one thousand days we have a brand new president Donald Trump's ass is gonna be kicked out of the White House. Okay, so right. we're, we're at our limit with you real quick, but I cannot let you go yes. oh, actually you I have I have Hanukkah, out. but quickly, quickly. The 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 case that's being to the Supreme Court that Texas yes, filed, sir. they have no standing mm-hmm. on that case, right? <laughs> Dude, great. You that, you that is legally accurate in my
3: opinion. The Texas does not have standing because they were not harmed. There's also it, a um go ahead there's also there's also a legal defense of latches and latches is an equitable defense um which basically means that you waited too long and without without going into too much detail on the legal side of things, basically the argument if I were the lawyer for joe biden or or the states who are being sued or whatever um my argument would be and i think they're i think they are making this argument or have made this argument is that um Sure, I understand your 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 point that the states should not change their in person voting procedures during uh it, it, you know right before an election um, but the time to file such a claim the time to file such a lawsuit is before the election occurs, not afterwards to try to challenge the results you don't like and you I mean this lawsuit is 80, dead on 80, arrival 80
0: people vote. <laughs> right, million. right,
3: exactly. I think the lawsuit is dead on arrival, and the uh, the president's supporters are in for a world of hurt when the Supreme Court denies it
2: without a major order. And then here's your closing argument. Go ahead. Well, I've already given my closing argument. It basically comes down to the uh,
3: the, the voters of Georgia need to vote. In this upcoming election, if you're in the United States of America, not in Georgia, donate to the campaigns, donate your time. Um, I'm doing it. I hope you do it too. And um, other than that, thank you so much for the opportunity,
2: the platform, and I'll be back next week. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful night. Thank Take you. Care, All right, guys. So that was almost warbirds with Warwords You none. The Law of Politics is the segment that he is in charge of, and he's our constitutional lawyer. That music means we need to take a break and pay some bills. This is John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio, heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio. Now, if you don't hear us on Blog Talk Radio or you miss one of our shows, don't worry. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. We just got put on something called Tune In. I constantly, I think we're on. So listen, guys, thank you so much. We are so humbled for all your support. We are also going to have a cash grab coming up. We'll tell you a little bit about that, where you can win up to $250 just for listening to this show. I'm John Hollywood, your host. The show is sponsored exclusively by Above and Beyond. Decorating and Designs, call 210 264 I want to give a shout out to a friend of mine, Kevin, Kevin P that I met at my eye doctor today. Thank you so much for your support. I hope you will stay on and listen to the remaining of the show because baby, we are just getting started. This is all you need to know radio. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back.
7: Barack Obama, and I want to tell you why I'm supporting John Ossoff for Senate. From working for a hero of mine, Congressman John Lewis, to running a business that's exposed crime and corruption around the world, John has dedicated his career to fighting injustice. I know he's got what it takes to stand up to corruption in Washington and protect health care for families in Georgia. John's wife, Alicia, is an OBGYN doctor. Alicia knows if her patients lose their insurance, they won't be able to afford their care. So John will defend the protections for pre-existing conditions I fought so hard for. He'll stand up to insurance and drug companies to ensure health care is affordable for everyone. And he'll fight to make college affordable for everyone so that students can go to public colleges debt-free. Again, this is President Barack Obama, and I'm asking you to get out there and vote for my friend, John Ossoff for Senate.
8: I'm John Ossoff, candidate for Senate, and I approve this message.
7: Yeah, this question is for Mr.
6: Ossoff. In the wake of George Floyd's death and the Black Lives Matter protest, you said funding for police departments needs to be, quote, on the line. What did you mean by that? Isn't that defunding the police? And how do you balance public safety and police accountability?
8: Mr. Ossoff, a minute 15 to you. Thank you for the question. And no, absolutely, it's not defunding the police. What it is is ensuring that local departments that apply for federal grants are held to high standards in terms of constitutional and civil rights. Look, we have to be honest about the need for criminal justice reform in this country. The 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution guarantees equal protection under the law for every citizen. But when a young black man named Ahmaud Arbery is shot to death in broad daylight on camera in the middle of the street, and local law enforcement and prosecutors look the other way, that makes a mockery of equal protection under the law. My first exposure to public service was working for Congressman John Lewis, a man who dedicated his life to championing civil rights. And what we need in this country now is a new Civil Rights Act and leaders who will take that on. But you know, after Ahmaud Arbery was killed, the NAACP held a peaceful march for criminal justice reform, and I was there with hundreds of others. And so was Bishop Jackson of the AME Church. And what he told me that day was that he had invited Senator Perdue to come and address the people. Not only Senator Perdue didn't come, he didn't even respond to the invitation. Thank you, Mr. Onsoff. Senator Perdue, 45 seconds.
6: Well, again, he projects onto me what you just heard there, and that is he really doesn't address the real issue. The real issue is he says one thing in Atlanta in an abolish the police rally. It's on tape. You can see it on YouTube. It's there for everybody to see. That's what's so ironic about this. He'll say and do anything to hide this radical socialist agenda that the Democrats are trying to perpetrate right now. and This is a perfect example. But now that sounds almost very reasonable, what he just said. But can you see him standing in an abolished police rally making those same comments? No, because he did not do that. That's the hypocrisy that people back here are sick about. As an outsider of this process, that's what I'm sick about.
0: We love him, or capital H-I-N. Put your paws up, because you were born this way, baby.
2: All right, everybody, welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. That is the iconic Lady Gaga with her number one hit, Born This Way. I love Lady Gaga. I just wish she would write her own stuff and stop copying Madonna, but that's another show. Our show tonight is once again exclusive sponsor above and beyond decorating and design called 210-264-2073. Also, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are just now on TikTok. TikTok that is my new obsession. Chris, you've got to try it. Uh, We're on Tumblr. I'm going to have to get a list. Hey, uh, Robin, get me a list so I can just start reading from the list instead of trying to remember. But in total, we reach over 500,000 people worldwide, and this radio show, a month, reaches close to 10 million and it is not just in america it is all around the world people want to be loved (laughs) welcome back i'm john hollywood and we have our special guest christopher bates hey chris what did you just think of, of what the back and forth of what you just heard
9: well i think almost is very knowledgeable i i always like i've said before i could listen to him all day i would like to make a comment about one of his latter statements which i agree that a lot of these companies probably do deserve uh these programs however in like the airlines have their knees up to the trough every time money's handed out by the government and they get it and they seem to always be back in the same spot again and until these companies stop giving these huge ceo bonuses out i don't think they should be eligible for the money
2: What I think is I think that These people that are making the decisions That decide whether we are worth $600 a week That they should donate their payroll Their paycheck And not get paid When they're not doing their fucking job And Mitch McConnell You are the reason we started the show off This way uh, tonight So why don't we just do it again You're
1: a vile one Mr. Grinch, you have termites in your smile. You have all the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile, Mr. Grinch. Given the choice between the two of you, I'd take the um, seasick crocodile.
2: As well as I would take the crocodile over that loser. Of, of of the Senate majority Nick Mitch McConnell Now everybody yeah, thinks yeah. that the reason That the American people Are not getting any more relief Now let's keep in mind this That Donald Trump Give everybody back to the reality Of what has happened here Because people seem to forget So my job Is to remind you Are you ready to go on a journey with me Do you dare Are you brave enough, Chris? Oh, let's go. All right. November 2019, our sitting president was notified by other foreign countries there was a disease that was coming. He was told by our intelligence people that it was going to kill millions of people. And you know what Donald Trump did? Not a goddamn thing. He... Took it as a hoax And then unbelievably He turned it into A political matter by At one of his hateful rallies Telling his people Quote They couldn't get me on the Mueller report Which just wait Donald Trump When you don't have your presidential powers Just wait Robert Mueller's waiting for you He's got some silver handcuffs for you too, So we'll see about that In fact Everybody keeps saying the Mueller report had, it was a nothing burger. Well, that nothing burger was filled full of criminal acts. Let's take 10 counts of obstruction of justice. And one of them was done on national TV with Lester Holt. Let's take two counts of conspiracy, which means he was conspiring with a foreign country. Let's also remind everyone Donald Trump is an illegitimate president as the U.S. Constitution says if you are elected or helped be elected the president of the United States by a foreign country, you are an illegitimate president. Now, what the founding fathers did not think about is that the Senate would lose their balls. Somehow they got cut off in the middle of the night. They've lost them. Maybe they're too old and they've swelled up in their body. But literally, they worship the ground Donald Trump uh, walks on. I literally believe that if Donald Trump asked them to drop down, let him unzip his pants, they would do it. I literally believe if Donald Trump bent over and said, kiss my ass, they would do it. Now, think about Stormy Daniels spanking Donald Trump's ass with a Newsweek magazine. It only cost him $130,000 that he denied for the longest time. Let's go back to the uh, pandemic. So the reason Mitch McConnell is involved in this is because he is the Senate majority of the Senate, and the Senate is the one who actually has to hand down punishment to the president of the United States for violating all the laws that he has violated. So, January he politicized it by saying that they didn't get me for the Mueller report, the crowd crowd. I don't I don't know what the crowd is cheering for. Do you know Chris? He is a fat orange man that he's kind of funny. I mean, he's something I would watch if I was drunk on a Friday night and there wasn't anything else on. No, I'd rather watch porn <laughs> You know, but yeah, seriously yeah. This guy is a loser And other countries Are laughing at us because We had a reality star as the president Not, not after a thousand days We won't, but we really Literally had a reality star As the president It was like
0: Did this really happen? You know,
9: you know John, this is an testament to his, his Brilliance he eliminated Bro, oh, don't use mandate. that word.
2: You gotta figure another word. His manipulation. <laughs> no. No, seriously.
9: Brilliant
2: Brilliant in any way.
9: He may, the shit, mandate he on may the shit on a
2: golden toilet, 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 but he's not brilliant. <laughs>
9: <laughs> he, yeah, you're right. Uh but you know, he eliminated the mandate on the on the health care deals, that ninety five dollar a month fine that was supposed to help fund the Affordable Care Act. Well, he eliminated. So how brilliant was it? Now the federal government has to take up that,
2: that, uh, that you, expense. Uh, that's, that's funny, and I'm really glad you brought that up. So everybody out there, what, he, what Chris is talking about is that the Affordable Care Act, a.k.a. Obamacare, the only reason that it was able to actually pass was because Justice Roberts showed said it's attacked. Because anybody that did not subscribe to the insurance, you had to pay $100 on your taxes. I think it was $100. It might have been 99 whatever. Well, when Donald Trump campaigned, one of his promises was to get rid of that mandate. So, Donald, you would, you would think the president of the United States has, like, some of the best attorneys ever. Not so. These people are the worst attorneys. They would not qualify to work in my mailroom. I mean, seriously, the the briefs they file, in any case, what he did is he had Congress actually remove that provision of the law of Obamacare. Okay? And when they did that, no one had to pay the $100 anymore. So that's been fine. Somebody's moving around too much. Remember, these microphones are really, really, and you're going out to everybody in America and around the world. So stop it. I'm just kidding. You know me. But seriously, this is a really good point Chris just made, and I want to make sure that everybody understands. What Donald Trump just did is fuck this government (laughs) because he – You know, they rushed the qualifications of Amy Coney Barrett through the U.S. Supreme Court, which Ruth Bader Ginsburg, one of the best justices of the U.S. Supreme Court, may she continue to rest in peace, probably turned over in her grave when Donald Trump nominated somebody that will get rid of every single thing she stood for. However, Donald Trump didn't really didn't really get what he thought he was going to get from her because he thought that and his attorneys stupidly thought they could just file a motion and uh, they could file a lawsuit and then they could appeal it to the Supreme Court uh against, saying Obamacare now was unconstitutional because it didn't have that it didn't have that um amendment where you had to pay the $100 so he thought, and his stupid-ass attorneys thought, that they would go to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court would then abolish Obamacare. Well, the Supreme Court happens to be kind of smart, and they don't look at things like in a black-and-white way like we look at things. You know what I'm saying, Chris? So... Absolutely. That it started there. Right, they- exactly, so... Donald Trump, they rushed this nomination through for Amy Coney Barrett, which that's a whole nother show. But then there was the Supreme Court case, I believe October the 10th, where it was a case that the Supreme Court had agreed to hear to abolish Obamacare. Now, by the way, leaving 27 million Americans in the middle of a pandemic – with no health insurance, with people that uh, are allowed to, with kids that are allowed, well, they're grown adults, but with kids that are allowed to stay on their parents' insurance till they're 26, all of that was going to go away, and it was a long list of things. But the very first question out of the justice's mouth, and the guy that was representing Donald Trump looked 12 years old, and you should have seen his face drop and that somebody had to draw it because you don't have cameras in the U.S. Supreme Court's uh, chambers or the courtroom. When Justice Scalia said, well, just because this part of Obamacare is no longer there, that was what Congress chose to do was to remove it. So I believe that the Uh, actual Obamacare act can stand on its own and it doesn't collapse just because you take this one part out and then Amy Coney Barrett went on to say the same thing Justice Chief Roberts actually said that not only can it stand alone but Congress was very clear in the fact that they did not even attempt to do anything else to Obamacare Except they thought removing that Would make uh, Would make it Unconstitutional, which is wrong By the way, which is what Justice Roberts Said. Justice Roberts Said further, Congress even Didn't even try To change the law at all All they wanted to do Was to change That part where people didn't have to pay the $100. So what Just Chief Chief Justice Roberts said This is a state situation We do not make law We validate the law Whether it is constitutional law So that sent shockwaves To everybody That they had rusted justice through And Obamacare is going nowhere Pretty much is what it sounds like Which is really good Because Obamacare is good It is not great But to throw 27 million people off of insurance is insane. What do you think?
9: Absolutely, it's insane, and and it uh, it just goes to show you how heartless the right has become. Uh, You know, now now of course they're they're calling Chief Justice Roberts uh, uh, a leftist Uh, of all people that they could label a leftist. They're they're labeling him a leftist now, and uh, I'm sure the
2: same will be said. He doesn't care. You know why? I know it. it. (laughs) Because Supreme Court. Everybody say this together with me. Supreme Court justice are appointed for how long? Life. Life. Which means they don't give a damn. They may they they may talk to you when you're when they're trying to be nominated and blah, 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 blah. Once they get on the court. And let's not forget. Donald Trump has put three justices on the court and none of them agreed with him. So back to the pandemic real quick. I'll go a little bit faster. we we'll maybe go over on the time on the show, but I'm okay with that unless you need to go, Chris, because I think this is important that we point out because this will be the last show that I ever talk about this racist, homophobic, sore loser, Con man, a good con man Probably one of the best in the world But Impeached for life President Donald Trump Will not be talked about on this show Unless he's in handcuffs Unless he's been arrested And oh, then we'll cover it But then Donald Trump Started getting involved with the Coronavirus, which he kept Saying uh, racist Comments about it So I call it the Trump virus so the Trump virus, he gets a team together, and I I don't even really think he had anything to do with it. But then he puts Vice President Pence, the coronavirus task force, which he has no experience in pandemics. So they go and get Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks and a couple of other people. I don't remember their names. And we started moving forward, and they started actually doing some stuff. They passed, um, I believe it was the CARES Act and, uh, or the HEROES Act, one or the other, that actually did give a lot of relief to American families that were struggling. But the thing is, is that Donald Trump started noticing that Dr. Fauci was getting more airtime than him. So guess what? Donald Trump got jealous and quit letting him come to the meetings. Well, then Donald Trump's friends, which he gets in these open places where he's talking about top secret things where anybody can hear him. And they started saying this is going to be your legacy is the is the Trump virus, the coronavirus. So what does Donald Trump do? He starts ignoring it. Why, thousands of people are dying. I mean, dying. I mean, I know seven people right now, and my ex-dad just passed away from the coronavirus. Why, Donald Trump lies to Americans that it's, oh, and then he wanted you to inject bleach into your skin. (laughs) And Dr. Burke was sitting there. And if you have not seen this video, she died on camera. She sunk so low in that chair trying to get away from the cameras. It was hilarious. But he was serious. He was looking directly at her. And then he tried to say he was kidding, you know, lying like he lies about every single thing else. But can't we just inject someone with, like, bleach? Our cleaning supplies or something. And couldn't we do an ultraviolet light through their body (laughs) and get rid of them? (laughs) Y'all think I'm kidding, but this is true. Isn't it, Chris?
9: It is very true. It's sad, but true.
2: I like to fell off my chair when I... I literally had to go and watch it over and over to make sure that I did not quote something on our social media because we only talk... There's no spin in this show, right? You only get the truth unscripted and my opinion. That's it. Mm -hmm. You don't get lies. You don't get... Fox News or Fake News or whatever that, com- that is called now. But I, I can't even believe that Donald Trump actually had the gall to run for president. And 74 million stupid moron Americans voted for him. Listen, if you are one of the people who voted for Donald Trump after all the things that he's done, seek help. Seek help. Guys, I need to take a break real quick. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to be back in just two minutes. Listen to one of my really good friends, Ty Herndon, country music superstar Ty Herndon. He, in um, fact, guys, talked to him today. Uh, this is Carrie Underwood's number one hit. It actually hit number one with Ty Herndon. It's called So Small. We'll be right back. Welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. So I really don't even want to talk about Donald Trump anymore. What I want to do is move to our song pick of the week. Unless, Chris, if you would like to say something, you're more than welcome to. But Donald like Trump is actually to... irrelevant at this point. He's irrelevant.
9: Well, don't 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 sell him too short because he could run in twenty-four.
2: No. He'll be running <laughs> from jail. He could
9: because he would still have he would still have uh, one term left according to the Constitution that he could serve, and and he's enough of a e- egotistical
2: maniac that he just might do it. Let me tell you something. I guarantee you, and you know me, Donald Trump will not be running for anything but his life, because people. He has pissed off so many people. I will be surprised if he's not in handcuffs the day that Joe Biden is sworn in. Let me tell you something, what he wanted to do, and then we'll go to our song picks. He, on the day that Joe Biden is um, inaugurated and sworn in, which, by the way, I was invited to the White House to go do that, but because of the coronavirus... I decided not to do that, but Mr. Biden should be, as an interview on our show, um, probably March or April. Or He's going to be kind of busy once he gets into office, so we'll be very lenient on that. But Donald Trump wanted to take Air Force One and go to a rally, and he wanted to have a rally at the same time that Joe Biden was being sworn in. There's only one problem with that. When Air Force One does not carry the president of the United States, it is not Air Force One. (laughs) So Donald Trump may fly there on Air Force One, but I guarantee you the moment that Joe Biden was sworn in or will be sworn in as our 46th president of the United States of America, God help us. We really need him so bad They then I don't think they would let him reboard the plane. <laughs> I think he would have to find his own way home. Wouldn't that be funny?
9: Yeah, it would be funny, and I hope you're right about uh, him being hard. You know, him not being able to run for another office because he he is a dangerous man, and uh, you know, Mitch well, let's talk is, about is, how dangerous he right is,
2: real quick, because I want to make sure that everybody understands this. Okay. Everybody talks about Donald Trump's big, bad Twitter account. Let me tell you something. The people in the social media, like Mark Zuckerberg, which I know Mark pretty well, I don't know the owner I don't know the owner of Twitter, but he's over Donald Trump. They're tired of him, and right now, because he's President of the United States, he has what's called a world leader status on January twentieth. That is gone. Twitter has already sent him a letter telling him that on the 20th of January he loses his world status and if he continues to post the lies and the false information that he is posting, they will shut his account down permanently. So there goes 80-something million people, okay? Mark Zuckerberg is even considering the same thing. So there go his Facebook, his Twitter, and what does Facebook also own? Instagram. I bet you they shut that down too. You think Fox News is going to start running a washed-up president that looks so pathetic? I mean, does he have dementia that he can't remember that he just lost a race? Georgia County... (laughs) Georgia, uh, it, Georgia, Atlanta counted, like hand-counted the votes three times, and he still is threatening people. He has used Twitter to threaten the life of a whistleblower. Remember when he said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to find out who that is, and we had ways back in the old days of how we handled those things. And understand, every one of his tweets are his, believe it or not, are going to go in a presidential library for people to study for years to come. So Donald Trump is not so big and powerful without his social media, which I, if I had to guess, and I'm a pretty good guessing man, and I know a couple of people that uh, I've been talking to, they intend intend to silence his hate per account right now. every one of his tweets are flagged that says this is not true, <laughs> it's hilarious and they waited to do that, but that's what they did so now that I've told you that, Chris, do you think he's so big and bad
9: i I no, and I and I hope you are absolutely correct about that because uh, he, he you know he's done a lot of damage to our country and and uh, Mitch McConnell's right behind him. He's he's probably done more damage really uh, than Donald Trump has, and and he he should be the next one to go.
2: Let me tell you something. Every single person from Donald Trump to his corrupt family, which I mean, Ivanka Trump, his daughter. You know, the one he wants to sleep with, which is the most disgusting thing I can't believe he ever said on Howard Stern. However, he said it, but she was just deposed in the case that is a New York State case. Now, for everybody out there thinking Donald Trump is somehow going to get pardoned, that's fine. But his, the pardonability only goes towards federal cases. It has nothing to do with the at least four state cases I can think of. So Ivanka's going to end up being indicted probably at the beginning of the year because she's the one that signed all the checks for the charity. And remember, a judge Donald Trump is banned for the rest of his life from ever being associated with a charity. All right, so... We're a little over time, but let's move to our song pick of the week. Anybody heard of her? It's me.
0: Well, I started um, really taking it seriously, like being in a lot of competitions when I was like eight years old. (laughs) Happy
2: Happy birthday, Britney Spears, happy birthday, Britney Spears. She's 39 years old, guys, on December 2nd, 2020. Happy birthday the Princess of Pop and one of my favorite artists that I actually met. And there's a long story behind that, and I'll tell you guys about that on the air. This is John Hollywood, your host. Also, our song pick of the week is Britney Spears, and we're going to tell you what that is coming up next. Welcome back, everybody, to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. Our exclusive sponsor is Above and Beyond Decorating and Design, 210-264-2073. Now we are at our song pick of the week. That was Britney Spears' The Princess of Pop. She is known worldwide. Over 300 million albums were sold. And on her birthday, she dropped this little song, called swimming in the stars it's pretty amazing and it's our song pick of the week for all you need to know radio on november excuse me december 10th 2020 and it's new it's dangerous and it's in your face take a listen All right, guys, so that was the princess of pop, Britney Spears. Say a prayer for her because her dad sold $300,000 as her manager. You know, Britney Spears is under a conservatorship because she did have a little bit of um, craziness going on. I mean, she's been an artist dancing her ass off since she was like 13 years old what do you think of our song pick chris i love
0: it i love britney
9: uh happy birthday to britney and uh, uh thank you so much for having me on this week john
2: absolutely you want to give a closing argument what have you done today to make yourself feel proud <laughs> i got up. <laughs>
9: I got up and I worked a little bit and uh, got some things done for, for all of us. So uh, tomorrow is going to be a great day, and um, I'm just looking forward to uh, getting this year over with and getting. Uh, hopefully, we'll get uh, vaccines to everybody that needs them and um, and uh, move forward and get away from this pandemic thing. It's, it's really uh, put a dark, a real dark cloud over our country, and, and I'm, I'm I'm ready to get it behind us.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you for your support, Chris. It means the world. We're going to do big things together, my friend. Have a wonderful evening. One more time, guys, I want to give a shout out to uh, Marshall Eye Care. Marshall Eye Care, they've been my uh, eye doctors for a while. And, um, you know, because of COVID and stuff, I haven't been able to go in and uh, get an eye exam. So I need to get an eye exam. It's been over a year. So I went in and pleaded my case to them. And they were so amazing. They actually gave me temporary contacts so I can actually see my screen. While I was there, I met this amazing guy, which I hope he is going to become a good friend. His name is Kevin, Kevin P for short. (laughs) And he's listening to our show He's going to be a big supporter. Hopefully, we'll have him on here pretty soon. Kevin, thank you so much for your support. It was really great meeting you. I think his girlfriend's sitting right beside him. You're a lucky girl. You better grab that man and hold on tight. I'm John Hollywood, your host. Let's tell you what. Every morning, when you get up in the morning, with even with everything that's going on that is so bad, look in the mirror and ask yourself, What have you done today to make yourself feel proud? And I made myself feel proud because I finally returned to the gym. I went to the gym for three days in a row. And I actually feel like I'm reconnecting with the public. That's what I've done. Also, I keep telling people, make sure you wear a mask when you're out. It saves people's lives. Please. Please try and wear a mask all the time. Do social distancing. If you want to get back to some type of normalcy in our life, you will follow the new president-elect, Mr. Joseph Biden. We definitely want to welcome him as our next president, even though our former president is squatting in the White House. What's wrong, Donald Trump? Did you forget to pay the rent at Trump Tower? And with that, I will close with Keep Reaching for the Stars, because that's where it all begins. Never let anyone tell you who to love, how to love, or how to make your dreams come true. I'm John Hollywood, your host, live from Dallas, Texas. Take care of each other, and until next Thursday, good night. Just that
0: done. So what done